Hello, you're listening to the Manifested Cis Podcast, a safe space for women of color to heal, get aligned, and learn all things spirituality, manifesting, self-care, and personal development. I'm your host, Danny Faust. I'm a psychic intuitive, energy healer, and life coach that helps you shift your energy to manifest your dopest life with more ease and grace. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's jump in. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome to the Manifest It Sis podcast. Hi, sis. How are you feeling? I am recording this right before the new moon in February 2024. What a phenomenal energetic time. Woo! And we have the Lunar New Year coming, I think the day after, <laughs> on the 10th. We've got some magic in the air. I hope you make use of it. And if you are listening to this sometime in the future, guess what? There's still magic in the air. And I hope you're making use of it at whatever date and time it is for you now. Okay, today's episode, (laughs) I'm talking to you today about the concept of being more spiritual. This is something that I get asked often or people compare themselves to me or to other people often regarding their perceived levels of spirituality or maybe levels of devotion to spiritual practices. Uh, It makes me uncomfortable, honestly. Um, I know where it comes from, but it, it makes me uncomfortable because people ask me, how do I become more spiritual? Or they'll say, I want to be more spiritual, I just can't, blah, 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 excuse. Here's the deal. There is no, quote, be more spiritual. There is no more spiritual. You just are spirit, period. And I feel like at large, we really have to get a grip on that fact. If you're listening to this podcast, you have probably heard the phrase that you are not a human being having a spiritual experience. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. It's, it's hackneyed at this point, but it's also quite true. And I think that we tend to forget it because of how pervasive this physical reality appears, right? That said, these are the confines that we're, quote, living within, right? We're in this this physical reality. We chose to come and play with these parameters. But we have to recognize that within these parameters, there is no more or less spiritual. Just putting that there as a fact to sit over there in the corner. Now, to actually address the question, like the, the, the deeper underlying question or comment regarding this be more spiritual, I think what's really being asked or what's being commented on is ability to maintain alignment more often than not with whatever you believe source or the divine to be, maintain 
air quote, high vibrations <laughs> or frequency or stay just aligned with what makes you feel happy, open, free, joyous, connected, one with nature, one with source, whatever. I don't like thinking about spirituality on like some type of spectrum where it goes from more to less as if meditating 20 times a day makes you more spiritual than a person who doesn't. You're just more meditated <laughs> than the person who doesn't. So let's get those confines out of our thought process. And let's remember one, that we are just are spiritual and we don't have to do anything or have certain rituals in our day to be more or less spiritual. We are just spirit. And as spirits having this human experience, we get to choose day to day what we do, think, feel, say, and those choices will either lend us to feeling more like our true selves of spirit or less like our true selves of spirit. That's really what it is. So how much like yourself are you being? How much like your true self are you being day to day, moment to moment? When you're with your children, when you're talking to your spouse, when you're at work, when you're in traffic and someone cuts you off, when you're just at home alone with yourself and your thoughts. That's for you to choose moment by moment. And something I've said a lot and probably have said on this podcast is that we do the best that we can every moment from whatever place of alignment, how in or out of alignment we currently are at the moment. But we're always doing our best. And if we believe that, then we're always as spiritual as we can be, <laughs> moment by moment. But some things to think about. If you're someone who has thought, oh gosh, I just want to be more spiritual, but I just can't meditate every day. I want to be more spiritual, but I hate journaling. Journaling, it does not equate to spirit. Meditation does not equate to spirit. Just that gentle reminder. But what's good for you to do is think, what does spirituality even mean for you? We are told what spirituality looks like, right? We are told that spirituality smells like patchouli, <laughs> And has crystals all around. Okay, literally, I do smell like patchouli and I have crystals all around at the moment. So I am quite the stereotype just for the moment. <laughs> but we're told, right? We're told that uh, spirituality is barefoot walking through a stream. We're told how spirituality looks, right? We're told that spirituality says namaste and grand rising and wears crystals and sages their home, you know, we're told all these little actions and representations of what new age or spirituality looks like right now. And I'm here to tell you that all of that is bullshit. <laughs> and your spirituality gets to look however the fuck you want it to look. 
You don't like crystals? Okay, you're still 1000% spiritual. You don't meditate? Okay, you're still 1000% spiritual. You don't have to have locks and say grand rising. In fact, I prefer that you don't say grand rising. (laughs) But that's just my personal bias. I'm sorry. I'll leave that out. (laughs) So what does spirituality look like to you? Are you any less spiritual if you're wearing a three-piece suit versus like a flowy caftan, right? Spirituality isn't a persona. And a lot of people, they, they buy into it, right? They buy into this is what it looks like to be spiritual. I want people to know that I'm spiritual, so I'm going to wear this costume, right? And I'm not saying that everybody who wears a flowy caftan is wearing a costume. (laughs) I'm just saying that that is what is marketed to us as spirituality or what spirituality looks like, right? And you can be spiritual in Tim's and jeans and a wife beater and a hat or sweatpants or naked or in a Chloe suit. That said, it's for you to decide. What does spirituality look like for you? If you're not showing the world an image of what the world perceives spirituality to be, do you feel that you are any less spiritual? That's for you to decide. But here's what I want you to actually consider. If you are holding yourself separate from spirituality, if you are holding yourself separate from spirit, period, contemplate what does the spiritual version of you do differently than the present day you? Because that's what we're really getting to, right? Your desire to, quote, be more spiritual is really your heart's call to be be yourself. It's the call to oneness. It's the call to alignment, right? So what is that aligned version of you doing that today you isn't? That pause right there was for drama. I hope that really, (laughs) I hope it felt dramatic to you because I was giving you that pause. I want you to really consider what you would be doing right now if you were your most, air quote, spiritual self? What would your morning routine be? How would you interact with people? What would you do going through the day? What would your thoughts about yourself be? What would your self-talk be like? You're literally spirit. You're literally just energy. You are already spiritual. There are zero ways for you to be more spiritual. There are myriad ways for you to be more aligned with the truth of yourself slash soul as spirit. 
So you get to decide, right? Because different things suit different people. The fun part of being an individual, (laughs) appearing as an individual human, is that you have different likes, different needs, different tastes. Different things feel fun to you. Different things feel boring to you, right? So you get to choose and you get to play and you get to experiment. So connect with yourself. Think on it. Meditate. Journal. Do you enjoy being in nature? Do you enjoy creating, making music? Do you enjoy movement, yoga? Is it channeling, divination, ancestral work, etheric work? Is it religious studies? Is it mentalism? Is it connecting with plants or animals? Is it alchemy, sound healing, land healing, readings, palmistry, tarot, oracle cards? I don't know. (laughs) All the things. There's so many tools and fun ways to interact with our true nature. So many ways to interact with whatever we believe the divine to be. So many ways to have oneness now. So connect with yourself and have some fun playing around. My daughter, she's nine, she's going through a fairy phase and she calls me to her room for fairy rituals. Maybe playing with fairies is your thing. Who knows? So connecting with yourself is my first tip. If this were to be a tip type of episode. And seeing what what it is that you dig. What feels right. What feels good for you. And then learn about it. Like truly immerse yourself. What will happen is that you'll recognize that every, all those things I just listed, <laughs> all of those like air quote spiritual things or, or modalities or, or thought paths or divination tools or whatever, all of them lead to the same thing, that we are that. We are the I am that I am. We are that. So have fun getting to it which, in whichever way you feel like getting to it. Have fun connecting to it and disconnecting to it and connecting to it and disconnecting to it because we are fucking silly humans and that's what we do. Have fun. But learn about it. See where it takes you. At the very least, it'll take you to a place of feeling happy and connected. At most, it might take you on a new career path or a way to or towards a, a new purpose in your life that helps others. Who knows? explore if there was a third tip the tip would be to create your own daily weekly practices that make you feel good consistently I call that spiritual hygiene anyone who's worked with me knows that I'm all about the spiritual hygiene do whatever little things feel good to you feel easeful, and also have low lift but high reward. So low lift means it's not a trip to Costa Rica for an ayahuasca ceremony. (laughs) It's low lift. It's a five-minute meditation, a walk in nature, a journaling. It's a a small lift that has high reward. 
That means when you do it, you get a big boost, a great feeling of alignment. You feel happier, connected, whatever. Your vibe raises. You just feel the shift that you deserve. You feel the connection to whatever you view as the highest energies. But I want you to, to do that spiritual hygiene. And it's different for everyone. Every single one of my clients have a different kind of baseline of what they do for spiritual hygiene that feels good to them. And I'll be honest, I used to preach, meditate, meditate, meditate <laughs> to everybody. And low-key, I still kind of do because there's so many ways to meditate that still get you to the same place. Like, it all, it all gets you to the same place. But we, a lot of us have such, such blocks to meditation because of how we learned it, how it was first presented to us, that it's just not the easiest low-lift activity for most people. But... If you want to try and you don't have the biases towards it and you want to try, I'm happy to suggest <laughs> try adding meditation to your, your daily spiritual hygiene just to see how it feels. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a meditation pusher. I'm just going to admit it. I can't help myself. But I've been trying. I've been working on it. Anyway, create your own like spiritual rituals. Get your spiritual hygiene in order for you. There's no right way. No coach can tell you the right set of rituals. No spiritual teacher, no guru has the one right way. There is no one right way. And if there was a fourth tip, it would be to remember that no matter what, what the ritual is, the divination tool, the any of those things that I listed out earlier, no matter what, the power is not in those things. The power is not in the tarot deck. The power is not in the ritual. It's not in the candles. The power is you. The magic is you. The co-creator is you. Your intention, your power, your ability to create and recreate worlds. The power is you. There is no more spiritual than that. I love you. Goodbye. <laughs>